Good morning, everyone. Um, hope everyone's doing really well. Today is the 23rd of January, 2021. And this morning as I woke up, I, I felt so excited that I had the opportunity yesterday to just spend time with um, my family and my brother-in-law and my sister-in-law and my niece. It was such a great day that we had as a, <clears throat> excuse me, as a family. And as I was going about the day, I was thinking, darn, I, I wish if my mom was here, I could have called her and I could have sent her some pictures and showed her some of the fun things that we were doing yesterday. However, um, we know that I can't do that. I can't send pictures. I can't send pictures to my mom. However, um, hypothetically speaking, if, if heaven had windows, she'll be able to see what I was doing anyway. This morning, I wanted to come to you really briefly to talk to you about two different adjectives, and they, they're very opposite in a sense. One is called entitled. Entitled, the word means believing oneself to be inherently deserving of privileges or special treatment. Some of us, we know people that may feel entitled to our life without an invitation. How about that? Entitled to our life, again, without an invitation, without a personal invitation into our life. Many of us, we were brought on this earth by God and our parents. Some of us were adopted. due to circumstances that were in the home. But some of us were brought with that mom and that father that created us, that egg that became fertilized. Even if your parents are wealthy, ask yourself, do you feel entitled to some of their inheritance? Do you feel entitled that they should do for you at 20 and 21 and 22? I like to reflect on my own life personally. And anyone that knows me or have spent time with me or knows my mom or knew my mom, knew that my mom was a nurse. She was a registered nurse at the age of 21 years old and graduating from a school in Lincolnshire, which is in London, which is in uh, United Kingdom. And she left her family at a very young age, at 19 years old, a family of 11, to study abroad. She was on a full scholarship. And I remember talking to her and my mom was explaining to me that she really didn't, she wasn't fearful of leaving her family. She knew that, you know, her parents could not afford to educate her. She was very bright, very brilliant person, mentally very gifted. She was the fourth out of 11 children. And I'm not sure if I would have talked to her now, if I had the opportunity, if she would have felt entitled to her parents making a way for her. She would probably say no, (laughs) you know, if I were to assume. But she knew that she had to get to where she needed to be. And she was able to, to leave this earth, her physical body, being grateful. Many times she talked about 
how far the Lord has brought her from. I myself, as I reflect this morning, I'm not entitled to anything, but I'm grateful for what I have. There's a difference in my personality and my demeanor. If I myself feel that I am now grateful for everything that Jesus Christ has blessed me with, because Jesus Christ didn't have to do it, but he did anyway. There are some things that I know that as a tithe payer, if I pay my 10% and more, that the promises are in the Bible that Jesus Christ will open up the windows of heaven and, and he will bless me. I want to share this with you. I spent most of my years in church as a teenager and as a, as a young woman even, as in my 20s and even in college. I remember walking in the snow to get to a place, a sanctuary where I can say, thank you, Jesus. I remember walking to work because I didn't have a car. I remember walking to work in my days of Youngstown because I didn't have a car and I won't go into why I didn't because that's not the point that I'm making this morning. But my gratitude towards the opportunity to attend Youngstown State was still there. The opportunity that I can have a better life with the hopes of getting myself more qualified to do something. Even at 18 years old, I, I was probably qualified to do many things because I, I was employed at a place, at an office, maybe my 11th grade in high school, because I spent most of my lunch breaks at the library because I didn't want to be bothered with the high schoolers from Lakewood High School, so I separated myself. And I spent most of my time in the library studying or doing my homework so I can be ahead of the game or whatever. And I, again, I didn't want to be bothered with the crowds and in the cafeteria or whatever was going on, the nonsense. But drifting, I felt that in order for me to get to where I needed to be, ladies and gentlemen, I had to work hard. I had to put myself feeling grateful that I had the opportunity to attend Youngstown State. My mom was paying a thousand dollars a month for me to attend that school. And I had two federal loans, federal Stafford and federal Perkins loan. And the goal there was to leave with a four year degree, which I, I didn't do. I came back in 1999 and paid off student loans and you know the story and all that stuff and went to ultrasound school in 04 and 05. But even as I look at my own life, my dear mom, which was a single mom, I wasn't, I, I never felt entitled to her money. I never felt entitled to, for her to even supply me with a vehicle or shelter or whatever. Most of my years after coming back from Youngstown State in 1999 was spent working, working 12 hours a day from 8.30 to 5 and then working again and again and again, Monday through Friday and repeat and repeat week after week and month after month. 
again, I never felt entitled. If my mom blessed me with something, that's what she felt entitled. She might've felt, excuse me, not entitled to, but what she wanted to do. And I always felt grateful for that. Many times as I sat, even in church, I felt grateful to be there. I I didn't have really a smile on my face, but I felt grateful to be part of the congregation. It was something that I, that I took out of, of, out of the message that day. And I was able to now apply it to my life. Ladies and gentlemen, I wanted to share with you, once you get in that feeling of grateful and gratefulness, excuse me, it changes the whole dynamics of your day. It changes the whole demeanor of your attitude. When you go into an interview, if you're grateful to be there, that person that's interviewing you is going to know that you're grateful. I myself, as an assistant manager, if I felt like a person felt entitled, I would probably pick up on that. It would probably annoy me. That, wait a minute, you have the opportunity to make $12 an hour or whatever, and you're working 8.30 to 5. We're going to pay you weekly or bi-weekly to sit on the phone and, and pitch this product to someone that they don't even know you. They don't know what you look like. There are no cameras. They just know the sound of your voice, and that's how they're going to buy the product. Certainly, we all know in sales that people don't really buy the product. They buy it from the person. It's the personality that sells the product. Same thing with gratitude and being grateful or grateful and being entitled. No one should feel entitled to anything. They should have a feeling of being grateful. Grateful shows that you really appreciate what that person have done for you. My dear mom, if she did something for me, I always said, thank you, mom. That was really nice. Vice versa, if I did something for my mom, she would always say, hey, Melissa, I received your card in the mail. And, you know, I'm so thankful that you did that. That meant so much. And, you know, um, thank you. I remember one of my last gifts that my mom sent me was something for Mother's Day. And, (laughs) She ended up buying the same thing twice. And I remember calling and saying, Mom, you bought the same shirt twice. And she was like, oh, man, I didn't even realize that. little side note. And I would tell, I told her, I said, Mom, I, whenever I see you next, I'll bring that back. And maybe we can wear it together as twinsies. Right? We didn't get a chance to do that. But I still have those same two shirts or overthrows that she bought, that my mom bought. And how grateful I was for that. Not entitled, because she didn't have to get me anything for Mother's Day anyway. But I felt grateful for that gift, and I still have that. I felt grateful for the purse that she bought and the little necklace. These are things that I can keep forever. These are things that I can, when I look at them, I smile, and I think, how sweet (laughs) for my mom to mail that to me. Again, that feeling of gratefulness gets you a long way. Think of it also, too, for us that are married. My husband um, isn't in the Navy, and he, he's um, been in the Navy for almost 13 years, come this May, God's willing. And 
the Navy has given him an opportunity to become educated. I, I think he has like three associate's degree and a bachelor's degree, and he's about five classes from a master's degree. And I remember Torian, when he first joined, his plan wasn't to even stay in after four years after that first contract. His plan was to become educated and to use the military as a as a resource to have a better life for himself and for us. And I remember him saying, I'm not staying in after four years. And I was like, oh, okay, you know, that's fine. Whatever you want to do. And now 12 years later, he's still in, right? But he was able to get all the things that the Navy can offer. I think if I would ask him this morning that he would say, I'm grateful. I'm grateful for health care. I'm grateful for BAH, which is basing basic allowance for housing. I'm ba- ba- grateful for, excuse me, the GI Bill or the post 9-11 Bill or whatever they offer. If I were to ask my daughter, which is almost nine years old, all the places that she remembers that her parents have taken her to, Tokyo, Japan, and being stationed in Hawaii and being able to see all the different islands, Kauai and the Big Island and Maui and Oahu. Hopefully she can say that she's grateful. She doesn't feel entitled to that. She's again is eight years old, so her perception might be a little bit different from myself and Torian. But when a child is even grateful, I think that parent feels a little bit more driven to do something for that child. My daughter, she's the only child, so I mean that's pretty much where a lot of my money goes into savings and you know being able to travel and being able to provide Zanelle with the things that she needs in life. I would consider her blessed, not even lucky. I don't really believe in luck, but just blessed as a as a child, as a As a kid, you know, that her parents are able to provide a good life for her and we're able to provide a good life because God has given us the strength to provide that for Zanel. I myself, I don't feel entitled to be a government employee. I feel grateful. I remember when I I wasn't. This morning, I dare you to thank God for all the things that he's done for you. All the things that God has done for me. I could name them. I'll be here all morning. When I think about my mom as a registered nurse already in Trinidad, bringing Nigel and I over to the United States in 1989, I can't imagine a a single mom traveling with two young children, one being 10 and one being 8, And coming to the great United States, I I don't know what was in her mind besides coming to the United States and giving her children the best opportunity to be successful, giving herself even the best opportunity to be successful. I don't know what that feels like. I just know that she worked hard and we were able to have a pretty good life. And I'm grateful for that. I don't feel entitled. This morning I ask you to search deep 
in your own personal life. And just reflect on all the things that you're grateful for. I'm grateful for me personally having a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. I'm grateful for the Holy Spirit that keeps my mind in perfect peace. Even when I feel my own self drifting, somehow God drifts me back. I'm grateful for the roof over my head, even though it's not my dream house. I'm grateful for the clothes on my back. It may not be Michael Kors. It may not be Louis Vuitton. But they're clean clothes. I'm grateful for my collection of shoes. Anyone that knows me knows that that's really my thing. That and Asian food. But I'm grateful for the shoes that I have on my feet. I remember growing up and I didn't really have a lot of shoes. I had shoes, yes, church shoes and school shoes and maybe a couple pairs of sneakers, I guess. But even when I open up the closet or the garage, I sometimes raise my eyebrows and say, oh God, I wonder what made me buy these shoes. I'm probably never going to wear them. Maybe they were my little therapy that day and made me feel better that day, whatever I was going through. But I'm grateful for that. I'm, I'm grateful for a husband that cares about his family. That's a blessing. I'm grateful for a husband that is healthy enough to serve in the United States Navy. I'm grateful, so grateful for a healthy daughter. Many people say that she's just like me. Huh. <laughs> I'll take that as a compliment, but I'll have to keep a close eye on her. LOL. But I'm grateful for Zanel. I'm grateful for Zanel. She has taught me so much about myself. I remember one time in, in Texas, we were there and I must have been going through something and she was in a tub and she mentioned to me, she must have been about four or five and she said, Mom, the enemy wants you real bad, but you got to remember to keep him underneath your feet. And I looked at her and I was like, where did those words come from? And it was like the Holy Spirit was speaking to her. She was so right. She was so on target. I'm grateful for my daughter. I'm grateful for her. I'm grateful for Zanel. Oh, my so glad I had a child when I did at 33 years old. Grateful for my siblings, no matter what the relationship presently is. I'm, I'm grateful for them. Grateful for my father, Mr. Edwin Phillips. I'm grateful. Grateful for my friends. I won't name drop all of them, but they know who they are. I'm grateful for them. I'm grateful for my friends that are more like sisters to me. And I'm grateful for my male friends, which are more like brothers to me. My cousins far and near. So those are the things, if I were to say what I'm grateful for. Grateful for a nice supervisor, 
at my job, grateful for my colleagues, so grateful. This morning, I, I, I ask you if you have time to even write it on a piece of paper and draw a line that says grateful. Grateful and list the things that you're grateful for. Don't get the feeling of entitlement. It's kind of arrogant. But get into the face of God. And if you can list more than one or two things, you have a reason this morning to say, God, I thank you. God, I thank you for being in my right mind. God, I thank you for the clothes on my back. Jesus Christ, I thank you for the food I eat. I thank you for a place to stay. Doesn't matter if it's a one-bedroom studio or a five-bedroom condo. I thank you for the curtains in the house. Something so small. God, I thank you for everything. You're so real to me. You're so real to my family. You're so real to me. You're so real to my friends. You're an awesome God. Without you, I'm nothing. Without Jesus Christ, I'm just a broken Trini girl living in America. Without Jesus Christ, I'm nothing. Psalms 92 says, it is a good, it is good, excuse me, to give thanks to the Lord and to sing praises to your name, O Most High, to declare your loving kindness in the morning and your faithfulness every night on an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmonious sound. For you, Lord, you have made me glad through your works. How many of us can say thank you, Lord? If you can lift your arm this morning and say thank you, Lord. So many of us know people that have gone on to be with the Lord. Thank you for their life. Thank you for for them having enough intelligence to choose to be on Jesus Christ's team, to be in the army of the Lord. I thank you, Jesus, for everything. Ladies and gentlemen, I, I thank you for being a good listener. If this message has done or triggered something in your mind, 
there's a way that you can even say thank you for the opportunity to listen. You can give a monetary gift to me if you feel inclined to do so. No pressure. I've been doing podcasts since um, sometime in August, and there are over a thousand plays. And hopefully it has blessed you. I've gotten so many great feedbacks from friends and family all over the country. But I'll leave with a quick prayer. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, I thank you, God, for everyone that is going to hear the sound of my voice. I thank you, God, for where they are in their life. I thank you, Jesus, for where they are in their personal life. God, take them from entitled to grateful. Take them from feeling that you have to, but take them to a feeling that, God, I thank you for doing it. Jesus Christ, bless their family and their loved ones. Bless their co-workers, even bless their enemies. Bless the naysayers. Bless everyone in their circle. I thank you, God, for being so real in my life. And I thank you, God, for being so real in my family's life. Wherever they are this morning, would you do a new thing? Wherever they are this afternoon, would you do a new thing? Wherever they are this evening, would you do a new thing? And I thank you, God, for doing it. I thank you, Jesus. I pray today that you would have a blessed day. I pray that God will continue to wrap you up in his arms and shield you with his love and protection. Amen.